Study at the world's only film school dedicated entirely to comedy. The Harold Ramis Film School at the Second City Training Center is looking for diverse applicants of all experience levels and backgrounds. Apply May 15th for the year-long program starting this fall in Chicago. Go to RamisFilmSchool.com or call 312-883-1241 to schedule a tour or to attend their next open house. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your What's hands up, everybody? Together. Thanks for Put coming out to the UCB. Put your hands together. Put your we should have your cell phones in place. Put your hands together for your host. Cameron Esposito and Rhea Fletcher. Yeah, I was doing the Roger Rabbit the wrong way. I don't know what. It was a running man, but the was man was levitating that was running. Russian dance. <laughs> All this time I've known you, and I never knew you could slowly do a Russian dance. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it for Rio Butcher, friends. Give it up for Cameron Esposito. I can only do that dance with such speed that it is invisible. <laughs> wow, you're doing it right now! <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, I got a haircut, and I feel weird about it. No, I helped. It looks good. I mean, good. you did help. I appreciate it. Uh, it was I making was growing a little it out. bit of a wave backstage. I know. And it, that's not I your went, fault. It's yeah. you, you went like this, and I it went just stuck straight up. New and turns out, I don't always want to get a haircut. I just want to like sit down and have somebody go, your hair already looks good, and then I just leave. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, you know? but it's hard when and you... Then know. you go get a haircut. Turns out, they cut your hair, and yeah. I don't always like that part of I it. I get it. So I really do get it. Yeah, and I made this. I do this often, and not just in haircuts, but in things. And it's a it's a, a, a habit I'm trying to break, which is someone will ask me, like, in a haircut, like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't want this. I want this." But they go, "They want this," <laughs> and they remember the thing I say I don't want, and I don't know why I'm even painting that picture for them. I was just saying they don't need to know. Are you saying you're pulling up a you're pulling up a picture I, on I, your I phone? I pulled up a picture of myself with a haircut I didn't want. Oh my god! I here's, and then they gave me that haircut. I thought it was gonna be the meanest ever, where you saw somebody and then saved that photo. That, well, that looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely don't give me this. It's I don't want to look like this. Top. I don't want to look like this. Yeah, See this not. person's face? I don't want that face. I don't either. want that at all. I like to stay with my face. <laughs> no, it's just me. And I was like, I don't want this person's face. No, thank you. <laughs> what? Number one, that's heartbreaking. Number two, it I was a joke. actually know it's incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a joke. Got a great face a and it looks one. great in photos. Thank you. Yeah, you got a photo. You've got a <laughs> photogenic face. It's uh, stressful. Only certain angles. You've seen. I have bad angles. What? Straight on? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. I have seen many photographs of you, and I think you you photograph something that happens with your eyes. You get all dusty. <laughs> Oh, hey. Then I'm next to you in all these photos. 
<laughs> it is like a solid Bert and Ernie for sure. Yeah. So ridiculous. Do you know how annoying it is to be the Ernie? Do you know how annoying it is to be the Bert? Literally annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Hair sticking straight up. Don't mess with my bottle caps. I can't remember what Bert sounds like. I can't do a Bert impression. Hiya! That's all I got. That's... <laughs> Hello, everybody. That's, that's Grover. Nobody remembers Grover, though. Just erased from existence. This part, so far... Oh, it's very accessible humor. I was just saying, your point, it's been... It's been tangential, and that's what I've liked about it. Uh, well... I don't know. What did I you... burped backstage and it tasted like Rainbow Bright cereal. <laughs> so I did a mini time travel there for a second. Well, see, that's not a cereal. It was. Rainbow Bright cereal? In 1987, yeah. Huh. <laughs> and I went to a cereal bar recently and they had the box there. So it was a... Re- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the hell are you talking about? Literally, what's happening? So there's like a- a, right now, around me. What's going on? Where, like, um, you get up here. <laughs> restaurants that just serve cereal. It's not even that new. It's like no, 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 straight no, up from been, the it's, 90s. It's been around. I, yes, but the new thing is they put pot in all of it. Oh, that's new, yeah. And it's brilliant. I mean, I didn't have it. I just had straight up cereal, which was like enough because I ate it and was like, what was, I mean, I haven't had cereal like that Wait, in forever. Wait, are you saying forever. that the cereal gave you enough of a high? Yeah! <laughs> Uh, rainbow poop. That was my order. Or unicorn poop, not rainbow poop. I don't know what. I literally don't. I don't know what's. Ha- I'm having a hard time following. I understand. I went to a cereal bar. My order was a pre-mix that they've already put together. Got I it. ordered from the board, which is unicorn poop, and it was like tricks, Fruit Loops, another, and Fruity Pebbles, whipped cream, <laughs> strawberry, uh, Nesquik as the milk. <laughs> Additional marshmallows and then uh, rainbow sprinkles. And I got the, the children's size, which was a little bit bigger than this microphone. And I ate it and was like, I should have more. <laughs> and I was immediately like, how did I survive childhood? How did I not just like blow through box after box after box? Wow. And then 40 minutes later, I was like, oh God. <laughs> painful <laughs> do you have questions I actually don't have that's the problem I don't have any follow-ups <laughs> but they also they put CBD in it you can like get CBD oil in it which is like man it really closes the gap you know like you like get high while you're eating the food that you eat while you're high I just a lot They had a lot of Funko pop vinyls for sale also. That was kind of like, it was like if Spencer's was a restaurant. (laughs) I call it Spencer's because I think it's a real place. It took me until my 20s to realize that was not like a store that people actually bought gifts at. I was like, yeah, Spencer's, the gift store. I don't know. 
You seem scared. What's up? No, not I'm not scared. I just I feel like um, well, I took a I'm still on East Coast time. I yeah, took flight you're jet lagged. You're the opposite of cereal bar. I landed a little while ago, and I feel like I've come back to an alternate reality <laughs> where I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. What's um, up with you? Flew on a plane. I uh-huh. flew on a plane. All right. It was, Del- it was Delta, obviously. Okay, yeah. You, you get that cheese plate or what? No, there was a fucking allergy on the goddamn fucking plane. What, a so cheese I said, allergy? cheese plate, they go, well, there's a nut allergy three rows up. Well, that's not in the fucking cheese, okay? So anyway, what's going on here? The almonds? Was it, were they allergic to almonds? almonds? No, peanuts. I don't know. I didn't, I honestly wanted to be like, bring me the ingredients. No, I swear to God, I like do this a lot. Bring me the ingredients. Like, I've like been on this flight before. Um, they were going to say, bring me the person. <laughs> Bring me the person. I'll kill them. Then we don't have to worry about it. Um, I'll kill them with a nut. Um, no, strangle. Strangulation. <laughs> with a nut. Yeah. Just one cashew, then another cashew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right on the jugular. <laughs> it's I was on a five and a half hour flight and on Delta you can have free messaging, you know? Yeah. Free text messaging. Free text. The person next to me, they were they texted <laughs> the whole flight. <laughs> without ever once putting their phone down. Like, did they, can I ask you this follow-up question? Were they holding it and stopping, or were they actually, like, just in motion the whole time? I swear to God. I believe you. She got up one time to go to the bathroom. Other than that, for the, for the... Did she have her keyboard clicks on? No, no, thank God. I would have, I actually would have... Strangled her with a cashew. I would have taken the nut allergy person, (laughs) stuffed that down her throat. Yeah, Ah, ah, like Fargo. Ah, 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 exactly. Ah. She's the wood chipper. Um, ah. No, but I just... You were texting with the little fella, huh? I... <laughs> Are you having a good time? Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm happy you're happy. I just... It was one of those situations, they're texting for five and a half hours straight, and I, in the middle, I was like, well, I have friends. So I, like, got on, and I was like, hey, like, and I started having, like, a couple conversations, and they, like, they all wrapped up, like, within five minutes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. And these were, like, nice people. They were like, yeah, I love you, too. Like, he's like, you know what I mean? Like, good friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Solid hangs. And then I was done with 20... I, I, 20 minutes I was done and I just had to go watch whatever the fuck Blake Lively movie I was watching before. <laughs> A Simple Favor? That's what it was. <laughs> it's like when you're in a cab. Uh-huh. You get in the cab, the person's what seems like at the end of a conversation <laughs> sure that's been going on for a long time Yeah. and then you get out the cab one hour later and they're still talking to that person you go, oh my god, who... 
how close is your support system like <laughs> sure. around you that you have people that are just like no I talk I talk to him for um seven hours every day <laughs> at work while he drives we're both at work I just talk, I talked to him for seven hours so yeah I just couldn't figure out did I tell you about the Lyft driver that I had who was on the phone with his brother the whole mm-hmm. time he was like do you mind if I'm on the phone and then just started talking to his brother and I think they were speaking in Russian I don't know they weren't dancing so you didn't know they weren't dancing so I didn't know no hats were being worn and they were just like kind of screaming at each other like brothers and I was like (laughs) and then he just hung up the phone he's like that's my brother it's 3am there he just wanted to catch up (laughs) but it was the whole room he's like my brother has pigs cows goats just seamlessly transitioning into telling me about his brother after they were screaming at each other for about 25 minutes well you don't have siblings. That's kind of what it's like. I get it. Yeah. That's what I kept telling myself. I was like, there are two men screaming in my lift. One of them is physically here. They're brothers. I don't know what that's like. I'm sure it's probably fine. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're probably like, no, I love you. You know, like that kind yeah. of I think that's what it was. And they were like screaming. And then I was like, oh, so are you the, you know, like, you're the youngest, but, you know, I was like, no, I'm the oldest. I'm 47. He looked like he was 25. It's not funny. <laughs> I thought it was going to lead somewhere. I really peaked at texting with the little fella. I saw my, I saw my human little sister. Yeah. Over this okay. past weekend. Did you guys scream at each other over the phone in separate lifts? Oh my God. <laughs> we got into, before I saw her, like literally, like the most massive fight that we've gotten into like in years mm. and m- my sisters and i um we can fight as you may know i'm aware it doesn't necessarily know um but my sisters and i we can really fight um mm-hmm. one time when my little sister was little i did one of the coolest moves i've ever done in the entire my entire life and i don't condone vis- physical violence but this was funny um <laughs> we were having a big fight she was in the shower i got overwhelmed with anger uh-huh. never struck her before or since <laughs> but I did punch her without moving the shower curtain <laughs> so the experience for her was yeah. that she was in the and like and it was in the face yeah that is a funny little psycho reboot <laughs> it was How did you connect through the curtain? I don't know. You just like... <laughs> well, she's through. my sister. I know where her body is. Yeah. Sure, yeah. At all times. <laughs> it's true, though. My siblings are also like... We like scream very hard. Very physically affectionate. Yep. A lot of... Touching. Touching. <laughs> Which I know you love. <laughs> my siblings are both... Uh, like into body work. I'm I I like live in LA, have a healer, have done yoga for a long period of time, 8 years of ballet. Of my siblings, I am I have the least amount of body awareness to the point where they're like, oh, "What a joke you are." Did you did you hear that the second part was I have a healer? Anyway, my point is my siblings would always encounter Rhea and be like, um, "Rhea, it's great to see you." Let's just see if we can't work on that left shoulder. And yeah. Maybe. 
she went my little sister went back to uh buenos aires today she my little sister lives in argentina with her fiance her fiance is from argentina that's not why she moved there she's moved here she met she moved there she met him he's a tango guitarist she's an alternative medical school they're extremely interesting and <laughs> they speak only spanish to each other at mm-hmm. home and then when they and they call each other Mia Moore and they're very affectionate and then when they for two months every winter they go and live with my parents. <laughs> my parents are white people who <laughs> are afraid of Spanish and sure. like like most American white people and um, they live in the suburbs and um, it's very fun to see. they really love my little sister's fiance but it's also very. It, it's like it actually is you know in a sitcom where you're like 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 they always have to move back in with their parents under one roof that's not very believable it's literally like that except that Christian's yeah. like I am also playing the guitar <laughs> like they like only stay up all night and wake up at noon and my parents uh, are 70 sure yeah I hung out with my little sister on Valentine's Day. Just the two of us went out. Mm-hmm. And um, her fiancé had... Just the dose of you. That's right. That's right, Rhea. Tacos, por favor. Yeah. <laughs> her fiancé was like, you, like, to my parents, like, you guys go on a date. I haven't really had any alone time since I've been here. I would love the opportunity to dance in my underwear. <laughs> Very cute, funny thing to say. But my parents are uh, family-oriented to a fault. And so we left, my little sister and I left to go out to dinner, assuming that my parents were going to go on a romantic date and that the Mm -hmm. fiancé was going to stay home and dance in his underwear. Instead, Mm -hmm. we came back, and they had gone on a triple (laughs) Valentine's Day date. And the entire upstairs of my parents' house smelled like pot, which I think might have been what happened after for Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. After he went on a long and romantic Valentine's Day day with my parents. Mia Moore. He came home and was like, well, without the opportunity to dance in my underwear, I have to relax somewhere. (laughs) That's the most my parents thing in the entire world. Mom and Dad, you guys go on on a date. Well... Wouldn't he want to come? <laughs> anyway. It's very adorable to think about, isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, they went to a Mexican restaurant. I know my parents really like Mexican did. food. I don't think it was as offensive as you're, some of you are assuming. <laughs> but there is a part of me. You know what I mean? Anyway. Significantly further south. Argentina. <laughs> I know. Just the same language. I understand. Hey, no, I know my mother would do the same thing. They have been there. You Although it would have been Taco Bell or something. <laughs> anyway, Rhea, would you like to have a show? Uh, yeah, let's have a show. Great. Would you like to have a show? <laughs> Thank you.
Hey, a very nice friend of ours is coming up first. Do you like nice friends? Do you like of ours? I feel like I know what? I know you think you're playing baseball, but it honestly feel like I'm going to be <laughs> murdered. Murdered with an axe. Murdered with a cashew. <laughs> Please welcome the stage the hilarious Blake Wexler. Give it up. Uh, uh, thank you, everybody. BlakeWexler.com. Hello. Hello. How are we? The Blake album on iTunes. Yes. Yes. Hello. Um, I, uh, oh, um, Cam and Maria uh, released this show as a podcast, and it's very successful. So I'm trying to uh, squeeze a little bit of money out of it, okay? Uh, uh, 12 years of voicemails from Todd Glass to Blake Wexler, a triumph. All right. Um, Stamps.gov. I don't know. Uh, it's, just, it's just an ad for the post office. All right. Um, enough riffing. Makes me sick. All right. So I... Um, uh, what I do want to talk to you about is uh, my dog. I love him. I love him so goddamn much. He's the most important person in my life. Oh, he is. He's perfect. He's so cute. Um, the fact that he, he's cute, by the way, is not important to the story, but it's important to me. He's adorable. Just so you know, I have great genetics. And he... Uh, but I love him. Um, but the problem is he gets... Uh, his name's Ollie, and he gets really scared on walks. And it breaks my heart because I hate to see him anything other than the happiest thing on earth. Like whenever he sees um, another dog, he'll get like really afraid and he'll lay down on the ground and look over his little paws and shake at the dog that's bigger than him. And I get so sad. And I'm like, what? why, is, why does Ollie hate walks so much? And it occurs to me, I'm like, oh, if other human beings treated me on my walks, the way that other dogs treat my dog on his walks, I'd hate walks too. You know what I mean? Like if I was walking down a path and like some maniac guy, you know, like missing patches of hair ran up to me and it was just like, ah, I'm gonna kill you! I'm gonna kill you! I'd be like, ah! And then if I kept walking down the path and some guy like twice my size, you know, like just stood over me and just went, I hate you! I hate you! I hate you! I'd be like, oh no! And if I kept walking, I, you know, like out of like defense, I, I like put my back against like a window or something, like a big window, and then behind me I hear or heard like a rustling through the glass, and then I turn around and I just see like some small, four foot tall looking guy standing there going, die, 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 uh, look who's out. Oh, sorry, let's put that away. I, um... So... I was uh, visiting my family um, recently. Let's stop standing like this as well. Um, I was visiting my family, uh, and um, we have these big things, like a lot of families call it, like it's a big get-together. A lot of families call them like a family reunion. But uh, a reunion implies that there was a union uh, to begin with, and that is not the case. So... I like to get the fuck out as uh, often as I can when I'm home, and um, my uh, friend from high school is like, hey man, I'm having a, a, a bunch of buddies from high school over. Doesn't that sound fun? I'm like, no. Uh, but I went, and 
I uh, I saw a guy, a guy sitting there, and uh, I said, "How are you?" Which never, uh, never ask. You know, never ask anyone how they are. <laughs> it's because they're always doing like either so much better than you, you're like embarrassed, or they're doing inconveniencingly terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I fucked up. I said, "How are you?" And uh, the guy said, uh, not good, my, uh, my fiancé left me. And I said, and now I am leaving you as well, because I don't have time for that. And then he finished his sentence. He said, uh, she left me for a guy in the Blue Man group. And I'm like, may I sit down? May I sit down? How much time do you have? I need to hear all about this story. What happened? My God, what, my God, what happened? And um, apparently, this dude went to a, uh, a Blue Man group, um, what is it, a concert? What is it, a performance? Uh, a Blue Man group enigma. He went to that. And um, halfway through this performance, uh, his fiance, his, his bride-to-be, the love of his life, was watching these blue men. And uh, something inside her clicked. And she said, I have to fuck that guy. <laughs> and she did. She fucked him. She fucked him right out of her marriage. And I am, I can't begin to tell you how much I love this story. Like, I am glowing right now. This is the happiest I've been in years. So, and it's, it cracks me up because, like, how did she pick that one? You know? Like, they all look exactly alike. How'd she pick that one? And I asked him, I'm like, well, which one did she pick? And the guy looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. And he goes, the drummer. And I'm like, oh, that is, that is the coolest one. Um, that's the number one bloomin'. Um, it was just like, made me laugh so goddamn hard. And like, like, and also the, how vulnerable he was, you know, like I have so much respect for that. How willing he was to tell me um, about why his fiance left, left him. Uh, here, I'm going to be me, insecure me. Um, you ask me uh, why my fiance left me. Uh, so why did your fiance leave? I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody has any idea. There's no way to know for sure. Uh, and in that blue life does not matter. Not to me at least. It doesn't. Okay. Uh, last thing, I, um, uh, while I was home, my um, brother and I went to a grocery store, and uh, he brought his daughter, my niece, Sophie, and um, she was being bad, and uh, she was grabbing things. She's five years old, and in her hand, she had a, um, a little toy uh, stuffed animal horse named Spirit. Uh, it's from a Netflix uh, show about a cartoon horse named Spirit. And she's grabbing things off the uh, shelves. She's five. And my brother had a moment of weakness as a parent. And he, uh, he screamed at her in, in a store. He embarrassed her. Um, but that's, that's not funny. What he did yell is what's funny. He grabbed her and he screamed, If you don't start behaving right now, I'm going to take away your spirit. <laughs> And nobody in the grocery store knows what spirit is. Nobody has any idea. I, I literally heard someone... Someone three aisles away, I heard them just go, Jesus fucking Christ! I'm, I'm so fucking sick of these goddamn baby baby boomers being like, oh yeah, you millennials, like you're not you're not tough, you're weak. Like our parents hit us, they hit us. Oh really? Did they ever threaten to take away your spirit? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Carl. All right, uh, you guys were great. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Bye.
Oh, that was funny. How about we keep our show going? What do you think about that? This next topic, one of my favorites. Love it when she stops by. Please keep it going for Anna Sergina, everybody. Oh, a woman. Okay. Well, interesting. Interesting. That's all I'm saying. Not bad. Just interesting. Not bad. Just interesting. What is this? The 90s? Just kidding. That's an impression of you guys. So, pretty good. Hmm? Could be on SNL tonight. Choose not to be. Ah, boy. Uh, I'm wearing black because I am in mourning. Oh, um, it's true. I heard a little rumor around town that um, you guys have canceled men. Hmm. I'm sorry. What are we supposed to do without men? Uh, 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 without men, we certainly wouldn't have Scarface. What are we supposed to do without Scarface? I mean, I'm scared to ask. I, what am I supposed to talk to my husband about if we don't have Scarface? Nothing? Okay, all right, fine, no Scarface. Well, okay, <laughs> what else? Um, without men, we wouldn't have that one poster of Johnny Cash. <laughs> you know the one. You know the one where he rocks so hard that he's like, oh, I gotta take a minute for me, you know? Oh, I gotta just like, oh, ah! You know what I mean? The one where he's like, ah! Without that poster of Johnny Cash, what would I put on my son's wall? You know what I mean? I mean, come on. And I mean, look, without men, what would Bumble even be? You know what I mean? What would it even be? Oh. Have you been, have you been on Bumble? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just men going, well, I actually, I, 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 well, so, well, so, but, so I, well, so I, no, because I, well, I actually love coffee. I, yeah. At best, okay. At best. For a while, for a while, for a while, men were, to be fair to men, um, they were talking about Bitcoin. That's true. That's just true. For a while, everybody on Bumble was like, Bitcoin. Oh. That is interesting. Thank you so much. And then do you remember there, oh my God, the beautiful, there was a little singularity, a little, yeah, you could just, you could just kiss the mic. It doesn't matter. Um, for a little while when Star Wars was about to be in theaters. That was a little golden day for men because they could be like, my memories of Star Wars. Oh, okay. With my cousins. Why? Okay. Men are always talking about their cousins. Okay. Fine. Ugh, whatever. But yeah, for a little while it was like, Bitcoin and Star Wars with my cousins at the same time. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. Men are important. So, yeah. Especially in stand-up. Come on. They're so good. They're so good at it. Every time. Exactly, you know. And I, I say to myself, what, you know, what, what, how, how are they so good at it? What is it? What, what, what is it? You know what I mean? And, um, no, I'm fine. And, um, 
It's because they take the microphone out of the stand right away. That's why they're good at stand-up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I'll do an impression. Don't worry about it. Okay. So I'll do an impression of men doing stand-up. All I need from you is a huge round of applause. They deserve it. Thank you. This is me, uh, this is me telling it like it is for a couple of minutes in Silver Lake. Uh, uh, I know. I know. Beatles or Stones? Why can't it be both? You know? Oh, my girlfriend's here. She is young. Okay, I gotta go. She's 18! Okay. It's legal. Okay. I'm gonna make direct eye contact with a woman! Okay. was very brave. I'm going to be very threatening. Okay. Dating. Here we go. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Ma'am. Shut the... Ma'am. Ma'am. Dating is weird. That's it. That's men doing stuff. I know. I know. I know. Oh. How do they... So heavy the burden. I... <laughs> How do they do it? You know, we built this city on rock and roll. I mean, oh, I know. I can't do that because I'm not a man, but I will do an impression of me doing stand-up. Is that okay? Is that too much? Okay, huge round of applause as you would for a man. Biggest night oh my of my fucking life. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, wow. Well, Dating's not that weird. Thank you so much, of course. 
Okay, before we before we leave. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Me and my pants. Um, I'll just tell you one thing about me. Um, recently, I was getting eaten out. <laughs> no big deal. I was getting eaten out, you know? Don't need to shut down a bank over it or anything, but yeah, I was getting eaten out, so... You know me. You know how I am. I was just getting eaten out. It's no big deal. But yeah, it's nice. I was just getting eaten out, you know. You know how I am, so... I'm getting eaten out. You know me. There I am just getting eaten out, classic me, you know. You know, because you know how I am. I'm getting eaten out. You know how I am. We've been over this. You know how I am. I'm getting eaten out. You know how I am. And um, it's going on for so long. (laughs) You know how I am. So, you know, it's going on for a long time. I go... um, you go, I, like, I go, this feels pretentious. Because you know how I am. I'm just getting eaten out. It's going on for a long time. I go, this feels pretentious. And then I go, what is this, jazz? Right? Exactly. Because I'm getting eaten out, right? Okay, we're getting, some, some of us get it, some of us don't. Feels pretentious. I go, what is this, jazz? I, 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 I say that, too. I go, what is this, jazz? Right? And then to illustrate my point, I go, at last you know to like make my point clear my love has come along I say that I just feel pretentious what is this jazz at last my love has come along and this is how guys are this is so classically how guys are okay he looks up at me and he goes that's not even jazz that's not jazz music that's a different genre you don't have to feel bad for me I'm getting eaten now but like Anyway, look, the point is, if you're going to eat someone out, please do. Just, but when you're done, just look up at them and say my compliments to the show. You know what I mean? Just say it. That's it. I gotta go. Imagine if you could chat with doctors anytime from your phone, get prescribed online, and get birth control delivered straight to your door every month with automatic refills. Enter Nurex, the game-changing company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex offers end-to-end care without ever having to leave your home. It means paying for fewer doctor visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and no more forgetting to pick up your refill every month. Plus, if you don't have insurance, it's the most affordable option out there. And if you do have insurance, it could be completely free. Just go to their website or their app to answer a few health questions for their certified doctors. They carry over 50 brands of birth control so you can choose your go-to or their medical team will help find the best option for you. It's all safe and secure and HIPAA compliant. Go to nurx.com slash PYHT for a $20 credit and get birth control at your doorstep in less than a week. That's nurx.com slash PYHT. there's anything wrong with it but i do feel like getting eaten out just doesn't like it needs it like eat job it's like a getting a chow job the other day i feel like it's got legs i don't know you just can't you know whatever (laughs) um Saw a dog use a crosswalk today. That's always a fun one. It was just on its own. <laughs> just 
crossed in front of a huge blazer and the person was like, oh, <laughs> like didn't see the dog, then stopped. And then I just looked at the dude and we were both like, whew. <laughs> the dog was like, what? <laughs> Always a fun one. Um, I also just wanted to say that uh, I'm wearing this shirt that I made uh, with Lockwood LA for, and the b- proceeds were for uh, Trans Lifeline, but also for Project Q, uh, which is a local nonprofit. You're wearing a shirt of theirs today. Um, and I just want to say everybody that uh, bought a pin or a hat or a shirt, we got to donate over $3,300 to each organization. So thank you to everybody that bought one. And also, uh, specifically for Project Q, they were, they're able to like move on in their plans of like expansion and, and community building that they're doing for their nonprofit with that money. Like They're able to hit that goal now. So I just think that's a really awesome thing, and I just want to say thanks to everybody that helped me do that. Because I, I wanted to help them, help them out. Um, I went to Irvine to do a show and I got there and they were like, oh, the, there's not really a green room, but there's like a room you can hang out in. And I walked upstairs and then I opened the door and there was just men sleeping in there. <laughs> have you ever just opened a door to a room? And then, I mean, other than college, have you ever just opened? <laughs> That's it. That's, I just wanted to tell you, I opened a door. There were three men sleeping on couches and I was like, hello. <laughs> They're like, we're your openers. And I was like, oh, got it. Of course. There's no joke. I just wanted to tell you about that. Chow job. Try it. Let's put it out in the culture. I feel like chow job might work. See, it already feels natural. I've said it enough times. Chow job, chow job. Kind of what Anna was doing at the beginning. Anyway, she was great, wasn't she? Anyway, we're going to keep the show going. Uh, this next comedian, also one of my favorites. Absolutely love them. So stoked that they're here. Please give it up for Deanne Smith, everybody. Hello. Hi, everyone. Is this not already the night of our lives? I'm so excited. Um, I just got to get right into it. Who likes chow job? All right, cool. Um, I, uh, I, I was walking around. I saw a guy with a shirt that said rock out with your cock out in this political climate. I don't know, I'm not an expert. Fellas, guys, dudes, but I would think guys, dudes, fellas, that when you're rocking out, when you wanna have the cock, just tuck safely away, I don't know. I don't know, to avoid chafing or a lawsuit or get little bits of dirt stuck on it. They seem sticky, I don't know. I literally do not know. I'm basing that on what I know about dildos. Am I close? Am I close? Fellas, is that a problem that you're having? Do you find little bits of lint get stuck on it? Is that a problem that you're having, boys? When you take it out of the drawer to match the color to your mood, boys, are you finding? Little bits of hair stuck on there. Is it somehow always covered in cat hair, but you don't have a cat? Is this relatable, <laughs> fellas? I, uh, I'm proposing a change. <laughs> I'm proposing a change to the shirt. I think rock out with your cock out is a fun message, okay? That's, that's freeing, I'm for freedom, it's fun. But I think it should have a tiny change. I think it should just say something like, like rock out, with your cock in your pants until the time is right, the mood is appropriate, and you've been given an explicit verbal invitation to take that cock out. So still the same 
Just a little bit more about consent this time. Nice, 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 nice. Brave stance. Brave stance to take on this show, huh? Consent. Brave stance. I don't care. I'll go against the grain. I don't give a fuck. Comedians like, <laughs> like a round of applause. That makes us feel agreed with. And it's very nice to know that everybody is on board with a message of consent. Everybody was on board. Everybody clapped. Everybody on board with consent. Not quite everybody, though, were they, fellas? Maybe not quite everybody. Not quite everybody on board. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anyone sarcastically lightly clap right in my face, but I liked it. I like your style. You're a fun guy, and I'm glad you're in the front, this guy. I was, uh, I was in Washington a few weeks ago. I went to the Women's March, and uh, I'm, I'm, don't, don't, don't cheer for me. I am uh, no good at a march. I'm no good at chanting, is what I discovered. There was a moment where the dudes in the crowd were chanting, their bodies, their choice. And then the ladies would answer, my body, my choice. And I was feeling that I was there. I was three chants deep before I realized that I was chanting, my body, their choice, my body, their choice, my, just like the worst kind of pro-life mole that snuck into the march with my own horrific message. It's my body, but I want those old guys to decide. <laughs> oh, man. I wanted to have an abortion joke here, but I decided not to keep it. Um, all right, okay. <laughs> You can make any kind of noise you want to make about that. Fact of the matter is, it wasn't fully developed as a joke. That's the thing. It was just kind of barely a premise, so I left it. I left it right up here. Um, I, was, I was shocked to discover that two years on, we're doing, they're still doing the pink pussy hats. You guys remember this? The grab and buy the pussy, the knitted pink pussy hats. We know, we know in a room like this what the problems are, right? Not very inclusive, not very inclusive of trans bodies. Not all women have pussies, not all people with pussies, women, et cetera. We get it. We get it in this room. Not everybody gets it. Sometimes I have to talk about that for longer, and then I get to see guys in the front row. I get to see their head just go, just farther and farther to the one side. Like as if you just, you know when you just get like maybe too much information on one side, ooh, weighs you down. Ooh. I saw a guy do that when I was trying to explain that not all women have pussies. And, and this guy, I just got to see him go, huh? And then he, to his credit, he figured it out on his own. He, he evened it out. My, my guess is that he thought about something heavier on the other side. I don't know. I don't know. Just to balance it out, just got back to his comfort zone. I don't know. Just took in that information. Not all people with pussies are women. And then went... Sports, 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 sports. And then evened it out. Listen, I know that would be funnier. I know it would get more of a laugh if I said something specific about sports, but I don't know anything and I will not do research. I refuse. I refuse to fill in the gap on that joke. I'm just always forever going to say sports. Um, I had an issue with the hats for another reason. Here was my issue. The organizers of the march asked us to make hats and then show up at the march. I don't appreciate a march that comes with a homework assignment. I need a quick craft project to complete on my way to go do some social justice. Plus, I don't know how to knit. There is no reason that I should know how to knit. Didn't women march so that I don't have to knit? Isn't that the main point? Of women's rights? How is that not? What year is this? Am I a Bronte sister? 
Yeah, let me just sit by the fire with my yarn and my knitting sticks and whip something up. It is insanity to ask women marching in a women's march for women's rights to do a quick bit of domestic labor on the way over, you guys. That's crazy. That's like asking a lesbian marching in a pride parade. Hey, we're gonna start the parade, but before we do, if you could suck this dick real quick, then we'll go. It's your special day. This day's for you. you give this dick a quick little chow job and then we're on our way. Was it called a, was it called a chow job? I can't remember. Did I just make that up? Yeah, close. All right. Um, I gotta get out of here quickly. Let me tell you this. This is my my parents are so cool with me being gay that it is now uncomfortable for me. So if you didn't know that was possible, know that can happen. A full 180. Last time I went home, my mom asked me if I was dating my friend Jess. I said no because I'm not. And then my mom answered, "Oh, D." I can't keep your friends straight. Then she giggled for half an hour. <laughs> cool one, Mom. Cool one. All right. I gotta go. Enjoy your chow jobs. <laughs> keep it going for Deanne. <laughs> we are doing it. We have solved it. I don't know what we solved. Hello. How are you doing? Great. Yes? What did you do today? Uh, I went to work. Yes? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I work at a late night TV show. Oh, <laughs> I've heard of these. <laughs> I have a suggestion, not just for you, but for late night television in general, and I'm specifically talking about network TV. Here's an idea from me to you. Let me know if you consider passing along to your boy, to your boss. Here's what it is. Ready, 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 ready. For a host, any woman ever. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Anyway, um, I'm sure that's like something you like don't agree with, and you're it's like pretty yeah. I'll pass that along. Yeah, please pass it along. Straight to your boss, who's a man. Yeah, boo. Um. Yeah, like remember when the um election was happening? I specifically felt like because like so many um late night TV shows were getting like a lot of our uh, brains and like eyeballs paying attention to what they said and it was just like very stark to me in this moment where we had like the first female con- candidate ever ever running from a, from a major party right there and uh and no woman to talk about it like it really felt strange to me did anyone else here spend a lot of their life dedicating themselves to stand-up comedy and then like just notice that in a really hard way <laughs> for the entirety of the election cycle where it was just like all these jimmies are making good points <laughs> and I was just like they are they are making good points and like got like also like like we all know you know we all know how I feel about Sambi and everybody else doing it in the cable space. I'm just really proud of all those folks. I'm just saying, gotta break through on the networks. 
Anyway, I'm sure you have the power to do that, and thank you so much. Who else would I like to hear? How are you? Yeah, what did you do today? Oh, that's cool. Was that was that very fun to see your friend's movie? Was it good? Well, here's the first question, and you don't have to give me any more information. Like, don't need a friend's name. Don't need the name of the movie. Was it good? <laughs> because you were like, honestly, when I like I like I'm experiencing this movie, but I know it's gonna be better. Cameron Espinosa and Ray Butcher, <laughs> like for sure. Is that what happened? No. I was late. You were late. Oh. Oh, you only saw the end. <laughs> What a weird experience. <laughs> oh no, does your friend know that you were late? Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> but it's to be expected. It's to be expected of this person specifically? Wow! Just ratted out. Like, wasn't even addressed, did not need to ever come out. Just, just, this is a late person! Who cannot be trusted with the things you love! I'm just, I, I honestly, I, like, I started to sweat at the idea that that person didn't know. And then I didn't know, you know, where you guys were in your friendship and, and, with, and if you'd have to just go, like, and the way it all resolved. Ama- you know, amazing. I liked the lighting in the end, the second part. How are you all doing today? Great. Yes? How are you doing? Arms? That's right. It's Los Angeles! Fucking make us know! How was your day today? Good. Yeah, what did you do? I went to a job interview. Yes! Yeah. How'd it go? I think it went well. Was it for late night host of a network television? <laughs> no. No. What was it? What was it for? Uh, production coordinator for production company. Oh, yeah. awesome. That's like, that's very exciting and cool. Yeah, rad. Who? when do you find out? Do you know? Hopefully this week. Yeah, absolutely. Well, really? We're all in your corner. Hope it goes great. Unless, of course, you're terrible at your job. You know, like if that's, if that was born out in the interview. And I'm just basing it on your excitement and overall pleasant demeanor, you know? But no, you seem like you're, you got it together. I got my shit together. Also, she's obsessed with you guys. I just want to say to these friends over here, very good job. (laughs) Yeah, you did. You did. You're hired. You coordinated the shit out of this production. Um, how are, have you come to the show before? The, the, yeah, like a lot. A lot. <laughs> like at the last show, something hilarious happened to me and I did Instagram you about it. What? I didn't get this message. No, what you what happened? Um, I, was, I was coming back from a threesome and had sex <laughs> in my bag and security searched me in front of the line of lesbians. It was hilarious. Here? Oh my god! You okay? Wait a minute. Hang on a second. (laughs) 
so we're in New York at like the Gramercy Theater is where is where this happened. Was that the one that was like just then, like like very most recent? Okay. You know what? Straight up, security was tough at that show. I'm gonna tell you, they almost didn't let me in. I was like, I was like, uh, sometimes you get there very early, but that was like one where I was arriving. Um, like right at showtime and I was also going through the front. Sometimes you have like a back door that you go through, but I, so I walked up to the front and I was just like, you know, like, just like, you know, like expect, I don't know what I was expecting. Oh, I was expecting the people to, to know, like I was literally, there was like a, like behind them, I was making the same face back, like. Yeah, they almost didn't, they almost didn't let me in. Um, but I did get in, wasn't even searched. Um, they, they were like, everybody open their bags. And then you had to, you opened your bag. Yes. And then yeah. the, they felt, they were just displayed. I like pour them. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't pour. I mean, that's not even a pourable substance. Dildos, you can't pour that. Yeah. One at a time, though. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm classy, bitch. Like, I brought them in houses. And they were like, no, this feels like heavy and you're clearly Arab. So they like opened every single one. And so like, was there like a table there? There was a table. It was presented. And I know what you're speaking chimed, of. Yes. yes. And then everyone chimed in, and the audience they're like, "You don't know what clit suction is." Like. This story is very dear to my heart. This is a very good story. I'm so happy that you, that I'm so happy that you've coordinated this. I feel very good about this story. <laughs> also, I just want to say, early threesome. The show was like at eight. You were like 5.30, what? Got it, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna need energy. Do they come with you to the show? Oh my god, one of them had a ticket. I had no idea. They were like, oh, we're coming. I'm like, no, you're not. You're like, you're like yes, you are, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's very funny. Oh, I love the idea of, I love the, I just, I love the idea of it's a threesome and you have firm plans later. It's like so confident. Like I feel so like, like so impressed by the way you live your life. Like I actually have to catch the train. Like, I like, a, like a firm, the show doesn't sign away. I'm not gonna miss the first half. Okay, thank you. I'm breaking my job. Um, we will continue. <laughs> Friends, that was very fun. <laughs> Round of applause for all these people. We got two awesome comics left. Keep that round of applause going. And let's welcome the stage, Josh Sharp. Give it up. Wow. Thank you. Keep it going for a wow. Hi, hello, how are we? 
Full disclosure, I took an ill-timed nap directly before the show. I'm presently in that form of mania. I'm floating. It, I, I don't trust my brain right now, and it's thrilling, honestly. Very cheap way to get high. Poorly managing a nap, as it turns out. Are we good? And now I'm with you. What a lovely group of people you are. You seem vaguely queer. We seem mostly queer. The lights are dim, I can't tell, but there's pheromones, you know? I catch waves. It stinks of a, of a safe, this space. Are any, are any of you straight? Don't pick now to be shy. I mean, historically speaking, you haven't been demure about it. I'd like you to show what my community would call pride and, and clap for yourself if you're straight. It's good. I'm just taking a poll. Okay, all right. That's good. Funny thing is, in 10 years, less of you will be straight. That's the way it goes. The older you get, the more your friends become gay, you know? It's one of Newton's laws. It's the thermodynamics of gay. Everything tends towards gay. It doesn't go the opposite way. I won't, I won't not, I mean, I'm this now. I've given a hand job under a bridge in your city of Los Angeles. There's no turning back from that. I'm from New York. The bridge is there, there's people, you know, a community. Here, it's, it's terrifying under a bridge. Fully international waters, and I once gave a hand job under one, like a fool, I should be dead, you know? So I, I'll never have a wife. To your point, I don't know what clit suction is. I just don't. I'm sorry. Is that a form of misogyny? Sure. But I don't know. It's an ignorance. It's a blind spot, you know? I would disappoint a woman. I'm, I'm stuck in this. I can't one day have kids and be like, I, yeah, I had a gay period for 17 years, you know? So anyway, we'll check back in and see how many of you are still straight in 10 years. But you seem like friendly straights. Um... I got minorly gay bashed about, uh, well, it was, it was on New Year's Eve. It was three years into this calendar year. I was taking the train back from a party, and a woman got on the train, very talkative, this woman, drunk, loquacious, lots to say, inebriated. And she got on, and I was sitting on one end of the train with um, about six of my gay friends. It was uh, more than a gaggle, but less than a coven, to use our numbering systems. <laughs> And we're over on one side of the subway train. You know subway trains? I know you don't, uh, you know them in the abstract, if not in reality. Yes? Interior, subway train. So we're on one side, and on the other side, a homeless gentleman was in repose, you know, laying out on one of the benches. And the bench across from him was empty, and a woman entered the train, this woman, and she looked at this man on one side and us on the other side, and she goes, oh, so you're too good to sit next to a homeless man, you fucking homos! Which is a very strange intersection of advocacy to dislike gays, but care so much about homeless relations. That Venn diagram is, it's really two, two circles touching at a tangent point that is this woman. That's what it's called in geometry, the tangent point. Because I used to tutor and sometimes still do. I use the past tense to feel better about my career in the arts, but that's what it's called when two circles touch at a point. So she says that, and the thing is, she didn't know the full story, because actually there'd been someone sitting down there who had just gotten off at the last stop. And furthermore, I'd happily sit with this homeless gentleman, but I would have had to, you know, tap, 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 be like, will you sit up and scoot your boot down so I can share this bench with you to show my comfort? He doesn't want that. He's taking a nap, you know? So I explained this to the woman and said, there was someone there, but they just left, witch, because I'm trying to say witch instead of bitch these days as a form of feminism. And then I turned to my friends, thinking, you know, the matter is settled. And then I hear clop, 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 and she stomps all the way down, and she goes, why don't you go back to Williamsburg, faggot? Now, Williamsburg is our, you know, Silver Lake Echo Park. And um, the thing is, she was right. That is where I live. And... <laughs> 
We weren't on the L train, which is, goes through it. We were on a two train that never touches Williamsburg. It was a certain clairvoyance she had, this woman. So I said, well, you've won, you know, you got me. And that's how the year began. Then I was actually minorly gay bashed two weeks later, and it hadn't happened in a while, and then twice in two weeks, also on a subway train. They're sort of free speech zones, subway trains. So I was on this, and this woman, I was across from a woman, an ancient woman. I conservatively estimate her to be 180 years old. And I'm guessing at woman, because she was that, you know, she was at that age where time has rendered you without gender. You know, you're sort of lumping and, ch and chin hairs, long chin hairs. You know when conservatives are like, no genders, that's the future liberals want. It's like, that's just the future. If we lived old enough, all of us lose sex and just become trolls, you know? So this troll is there, and she's, she's mumbling at me, and then, and then and she, she doesn't know what to make of me at first, and then she clocks something, it, frankly anything, and, it, and knows. And then she started going on, and, and she, but she had like a comically high voice. She was like, it was like, you know, a man should not be with a man, like, like a sine curve, this voice. Again, former present tutor. You know? And at a certain point, I wanted to be like, you know, this is, listen to yourself. This is not the gig for you. You know what I mean? You sound ridiculous. It's not fair. It's just how it is. I mean, I have this body, so there's things I can't do, like be a jockey or the one they fold into the tiny boxes in Ocean's Eleven. I just think for you, it's like, categorically speaking, if you sound like a Muppet, you have to be cool with gay people, I feel. And the thing was, she... The, what tipped her off was I had used my phone and I have a sticker on it that says Gays Against Guns, which is a lovely New York advocacy group. And for me also just clear and effective branding. I like to walk into a room and have everyone know, you know, one thing I am and one thing I hate, just, to, just so there's not any confusion. It's better that people are like, you know, for sure he would close the gun show loophole and has had fingers up his ass. You know, I just think it's better for, it's better for me that you go for, he's given Gabby Gifford money and has put fingers in his ass. Listen, you straights, let's close with this. You gotta put fingers in your ass. I understand, here's the thing. The, your G-spot is there. The prostate can be stimulated. I know you're wary because it sounds sort of gay, but I got a fucking idea. Let a lady do it, you know? Women have fingers now too, bro. I'm still with her. Okay, I have to go. Goodbye and good night. Thank you. bringing Scoot Your Boot back into the... I have not heard Scoot Your Boot in a goddamn minute, and it felt good. It felt real good to just... I'm going to bring back Chow Job, and I'm going to integrate Scoot Your Boot. I'm going to need you to Scoot Your Boot, get a Chow Job going. <laughs> Y'all ready for the final comic of the evening? I'm super excited. Friend of the show. We love it when he stops by. You guys are going to love him, too. Give it up for Kyle Kinane, everybody! Did that happen, like, now? Like, right now? <laughs> I hope so. For legal reasons, I can't reveal the... That's right. <laughs> I feel like BMWs and Teslas, like, it's our right to crash into those cars. No, everybody stop saying these words <laughs> on a recorded thing. LAUGHTER 
Okay. Let's hear for everybody you saw tonight. <laughs> That's Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. Thank you so much for coming out. Have a great rest of your night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors all online and getting birth control delivered right to your door every month. Enter Nurex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex means fewer doctor visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and automatic refills you don't even have to think about. Plus, it's the most affordable option out there without insurance and could be free with insurance. Go to nurx.com PYHT for a $20 credit. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, (laughs) Jazos. Ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.